0: now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I just want you to know that you
1: are simply the best. Me? Better than all of the rest. Now you're rhyming.
2: Now it makes me think this isn't sincere and that you're quoting something. Uh,
0: I am quoting something and also sincere.
2: I don't know if I buy that. Uh, What are you quoting DC
0: Matthews at the DC Matthews? We, you know, when you do thousands of hours of recording, as we have, you're going to record on auspicious days. And this is an auspicious day as we have, uh, we have lost miss Tina Turner. um, I don't know that Tina Turner was a big name for us, necessarily. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but I just wanted you to know. As
2: Many I- a good night of karaoke was spent in Boston with my, my beloved mm-hmm. uh, Once Upon a Time. Um, definitely some Tina Turner. Uh, What's
0: your I've go-to made- karaoke jam? Huh? Me? It took me a minute to picture Doc Manson singing karaoke, and now I totally think it, it's, it's awesome. So what's your go-to?
2: I don't have a go-to. I don't do it often enough, I would say, to have a go-to. But,
1: yeah, yeah, it's fun. I don't know. It's, it's a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know. What is your favorite karaoke memory? That time that I sang to a song that was on the thing.
2: I don't know. I do look back fondly to some of those karaoke nights. Not to say that I was super involved. Uh, I, may, I might have watched uh, Mrs. Manson more than participated, but I bet you I did participate to some extent. So mm-hmm. I mean, probably one of those. But like, I don't have I don't have juicy deets for you, D.C. OK, I don't have. It's not I, like a formative memory for me. I would like I remember to, having fun.
0: I would like to hire an intern. And I would like to have this intern for for very little financial compensation uh, go through the hours and hours and hours of our content. And I would like to know the percentage of questions I have asked that have been given a direct answer. I did just give you a direct answer. I told you I don't have a formative memory. Yes, but that in its own way is a form of obstruction of the question. No,
2: it's that. I don't have a. Member what person, is actually. what is
0: what is one song that you remember singing at a karaoke place? Can you even remember one? No, honestly, I cannot. <laughs> okay, uh, technically, that is an answer. Um, did you I have can't a
2: specifically remember? Did you I'm have sure a post, there was one? Did you have a post grad uh,
1: party when you were in high school? Oh, high school. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say yes because I must
2: have had one, and I must have. I assume it happened at Tall Guys, mm-hmm. but and this is not me obstructing. Is, I'm, I'm, I literally don't have any recollection of it.
0: There wasn't a school function like parent committee
2: oh, did a postgrad. There was, yes, it was a cruise of some sort. Okay, I did not go on it. Okay, I I said got together with a different friend of mine, and we went. Uh, to a local Chinese place. His parents had given him $50. Wow. And this was back in the day. And we literally ordered $50 of Chinese food and that gorged a, ourselves. That is a great day. Yeah, that is a great day. Uh, we
0: being did not only, go on that cruise. Being an only child, my mom was a big, uh, she was part of a group. She won't mind me telling, telling this quick little tale. Uh, she was part of a group of parents of also mostly uh only children, um <clears throat> that was known as the Psycho Mom Social Club. Okay. Or the PMSC. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Um well, this is the
0: type and, of humor I've come to expect from your mother. And <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and they put on, I will say, a heck of a postgrad. We went to like a naval base. It, like it was this big thing. There was a luau. Um I remember singing the the one memory I have of karaoke. I don't think I've ever been to a karaoke bar. Um, I sang "I Swear" by All for One, which is a very strange choice to make at a It is karaoke not coming bar. to my mind. Um, you know, boys to men, all for one, that sort of nineties R and B. I swear. By the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there. I thought it was a cool song.
2: Uh, no, rec- I don't remember that.
1: one. That's I'm okay.
0: You were busy living, listening to Harry Chapin. I had my. Finger. I was
2: at that time. I, I, I had was my not into on the
0: pulse of what was. happening. Yeah. even though uh, that song probably came out in like '94, and I'm singing it in 2001, so. When did that come? Yeah. 94. Ha. Got it. Um, yeah. So that's my only karaoke memory, but that was a good, that was a good party. All right. Although, okay. can I tell you, can I tell you, I would rather have been eating $50 worth of Chinese. Uh, it was great. Um, so there we go with that. Yes. Uh, again, Tina Turner, not super influential to my life, um, but great songs. Uh
2: good story you know i've told a lot of ike jokes in my day
1: which i regret yeah Uh, i blame dennis leary yes i i could totally see that how are
0: you doc i'm gonna pull another chicken wing out of this container here
2: you know when I i was a teenager yes dennis leary was one of the funniest motherfuckers on the planet and now i don't think that opinion has aged well not particularly.
1: No, no. So I don't know. I'm doing well.
2: Not much going on. Um, just, just surviving. DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. It's um, that's not exactly true. There's actually some exciting stuff going on, but my brain took a while to catch up with my mouth. Um, but yeah, it's it, you know it's week three of my five week course. Sixty percent as of nice. uh, Friday. So. You know, right now I'm 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 battling the creation of a third exam as well as a study guide and all of that. I've also been busy with uh, student issues this last week unfortunately. Of course. So that's been taking up a lot of my time, which sucks. Um Is
0: now is this but, the same class you have taught before?
2: Yes, yeah, it's it's sort of. It is so, the same course that I've been teaching the last two semesters, but it is the first time teaching it during the summer. Yes. And the accelerated pace certainly does require modifications so um a bit of prep to fit the that was my question was
0: how do you need to adjust what you're doing to accommodate the fact that you're trying to fit a semester's worth of work in five weeks
2: yeah i mean so i i did alter the schedule of the course i cut a few chapters it's still most of the same material, but we're definitely cutting, like, th- maybe three chapters that would, be cut, that would be covered in the normal semester.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Three to Well, compared to last fall, cutting five chapters, um, but compared to last spring, three chapters. I had already cut two chapters in the fall, but I don't know. Some of those chapters I feel like I should bring back, but it's a big struggle because this course is just too much information for one semester. A lot of, a lot of places will teach. The same content across two semesters, that but a little question. bit more added. Can you, can but, you pitch that? Um, I could, but it would have to be a very well-developed pitch and not something I'm looking to do okay. in the immediate future, let's say. That's fair. But yeah, so I don't know. So like, you know, cutting down things, because even like just covering less chapters, basically every single lecture, which is two and a half hours, I've got to cover two full chapters inside yeah. of that time frame. And so some things fit in that, some things don't. And so cutting things back to fit into that time frame is an additional thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah. Did you have the option of not teaching this May course or was that not a...
2: I suppose I probably had the option, although that's a precedent that I don't know that I want to set because one, if I don't teach it, I don't get paid for it. And part of my justification for taking this job was that um i could make the same amount of money i was making before mm-hmm. if i did teach summer session so t- to some extent um just financially i wanted to do it two if i don't do it now and they find somebody else to do it and there's a precedent that that person may do it in the future so that's so again sort of financial motivation but you know um all in the interest of making sure that i have this to do for years to come.
1: Should I choose? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, How, when you are a beginning classroom teacher, you
0: are fairly nervous about keeping your job because in many districts, the precedent is that they give a pink slip to all new teachers with the understanding that most likely this job will still be here in the fall, but we don't know for sure. We have to pass the budget. So technically, we have to tell you we can't bring you back, and then hopefully we can. How how much pressure do you feel to try to keep this job?
2: Very little, although I am on annual contracts. So theoretically, I could not be back in the fall. Have and that would be a catastrophic issue. So thanks for bringing it up and making me be anxious about it.
0: I was not trying to make you be anxious about it. I was just curious
2: how that worked. When do you sign your new contract? I don't know. I've never done it before. So I don't know what the time frame is. I asked my department head and they seem to think it just sort of happens. So they, they had no useful information for me. I asked someone who I work with who's a mentor and he said, yeah, it probably should happen Around now. So nobody really seems to have any answers for me. I went multiple years
0: without signing a contract. The superintendent, the first superintendent I had at the current district I'm working, believed that if you signed your first contract, then that was it. And I was like, I signed a contract for a year and then I don't remember signing one for quite a while after that. And I was wondering if that was like, again, I don't know what the issue was. My guess would be that there will be a contract at some point. I think
2: you should go and kick the door in and demand it. If I were to send an email to the department secretary, uh, I bet you I could get a firm answer in a day or two. So I should probably do that. Would you like me to act as your secretary and email this person? Yes, that would make me feel like I had a higher station in life. Mm -hmm. So I think that's I'd like to do that. Yes, DC. I'm taking you up on that. Hi, I'm
0: so-and-so's personal assistant just curious if dr manson is going to be getting his contract as he has promised and if you go to his rate my professor's page he is highly highly sought after this odd professor any new uh no i looked i looked today in anticipation um i don't think you have anything to be anxious about it sounds like you are doing a stellar job with this course and they seem to be
2: comfortable asking you to do things and comfortable trusting you with things. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about it I had any I did have a uh, annual evaluation, I guess, with my department head, which came back as satisfactory, which is the highest rating mm-hmm. that they give. So of course I, of course. I
0: don't know why they wouldn't have you so anyway that the bureaucracy is crazy no matter where
2: you go. It sure is and as you said, really the only thing I think that would actually Possibly be a concern would be if there was some sort of budget, yeah, crisis. And don't get me wrong, my institution is trying to pretend there is some sort of budget crisis.
1: But, but not. let's
2: the state has a two billion dollar surplus. So
1: go fuck yourself. <laughs> there's no budget crisis. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, I. You know, like I got. Yeah. Do you make your own chicken wings? I have, but not often. Okay. You. I'm getting into
0: it now. Now that we have the air fryer, and by air fryer, I mean we own three at this point. Nice. Um,
1: uh, I technically own
0: two now. Yeah. One is uh, I'm debating bringing to work (laughs) and just having myself a little air fryer station when I need it. Um, But what I have started to do, and this is why I was asking, I boil my wings first. Okay, yeah,
2: that's, a, that's a valid uh, yeah,
0: approach. And when supposedly, it, you know, and I've seen it happen. I'm skimming the fat off of it, which makes for a healthier wing experience. I can't imagine it makes for that much of a difference. <coughs> hey, man, but, every, every bit of fat that you skim off, that comes out. That's, that's true. I mean, but I boil them. I uh, pop them in the air fryer for 20 minutes or so. I just had some delicious uh, mixture of honey barbecue or no honey mustard and barbecue. Um, yeah, and you know, I bought. We were instacarting it, and I said I wanted, you know, some wings, and they were like, the smallest amount you can get is three pounds for this particular thing, and I was like, oh, that can't be that many. It was like eighteen wings. We made,
2: bagged them up into. Uh, I uh I went to the local wing place that okay you know the one that you know we would the to one frequent. Yes. yeah and I. I remember back in the day, order they have like three different sizes, right? Small, yes. let's say, small, medium, and large. They call them different things. But yeah. the smallest one, you get one flavor. The medium one, you get two flavors. The large one, you get three flavors. I got, I, back in the day, I remember getting the large and picking three different flavors and pounding away and eating all those in a single mm-hmm. sitting. I went just recently, and I got a large mostly because, not a large, I got a medium I said, there's no way I could possibly eat like that anymore. I can't get the large. But I do want to get more than one flavor. So I guess I've got to get the medium. And even that, like, I, I barely ate half of it. Like, I could have gotten the small and probably still had a couple of wings left over. But I wanted the multiple flavors.
0: Yeah. I, just yeah, I don't eat like I used to, which is probably cooked, good. But I cooked five full wings and I cut them into pieces. So I had the flats and the drummies. So there were 10 pieces, and I ate them all. That's a lot, actually. Yeah, I can feel it now. Yeah, (laughs) Um, They used to do it. I'm looking at the website. I have not been to this place in a very long time. They used to do it by the pound. Like I would get a pound of
2: wings, two different flavors. This might be a different place that I'm talking about. Mine is a tavern type place. Oh, uh, okay. you're thinking of
0: the uh, takeout place, thi- guy. I am
2: thinking of
0: yes. I am thinking of. of is it
2: does the does the takeout place still exist? I, I didn't know, know it. I, I was. I just had that conversation recently where we're like, "Is that still there?" And Mrs. Manson was like, "I think it is, but I have no recollection. I must drive by it every day, but I I no longer see it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that place. Yeah,
0: that has good wings too. Mm. But yeah, it's, you know, it's a little one. I also had two ears of corn as well, so.
1: Oh,
2: delicious. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the corn this week at the store, and Mrs. Manson was like, just get it.
1: I don't eat it, but I'll make it for you.
2: And I said, I can't. I can't. I can't. Why doesn't
1: she eat corn? She doesn't like corn.
2: She doesn't eat it.
0: She might be the only person I know who doesn't like corn.
1: Yeah.
2: Granted, I don't go around and. She especially dislikes corn on the cob. But she even just, what would you call that? Cobbed corn, the the, the stuff that is no longer on the cob.
0: Just the kernels, whether from a can She she also does not care
2: for that, really. Interesting. She will eat that, but when we were early on in the relationship, there was this one recipe that she forgot to add the corn to once. And so for about a decade, I lorded over her that she was intentionally not adding it to the recipe, (laughs) which I don't actually think is true. But. You know, my, my my love language is teasing. So, yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. What were we talking uh, about? We were talking about wing, oh the wing. The fact that I boil the oh yeah, boil the wing. So uh, how crispy? I like, I like did they that. Get? Mrs. Manson also said she would make the corn for you, as if making corn is difficult.
2: No, I mean, I not. It's not. I could boil it myself. But she's just you know, just she's she would be happy to prepare it, even if she was not. Mm. Going to enjoy a piece, your, and I thank her for that.
0: Your, uh, your wife is a lovely person. She is. She knows that I'm said.
2: helpless and that I don't like to cook for myself. I don't. I have a problem, DC, where I don't think I'm worth it, like to just make something for myself. So then I just have a bowl of cereal. That's my default. Even now that I'm 40 years old,
0: is it, is it that you don't think you're worth it, or is it that you don't think the energy? I don't think it's
2: worth expending the energy to make it for myself. That's a very
0: different thing than saying you don't think you're worth food. Sure. That's you saying the amount of energy. I'm lazy enough that I would rather just eat something simple and not have to cook.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Then phrase it that way. That's what I mean. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm not totally I'm not agree. in the middle of a depressive episode where <laughs> I'm not worth food. No, yeah. no, no, not that. No.
0: I totally I totally get that. There are days that we're like, look, let's go get ice cream from the local place and we'll have ice cream and maybe some fruit. And, you know, if you want anything more than that, make it your damn self. Is yeah, fair the- enough. Um, there is some wrestling news to talk about. We don't we don't go into wrestling a
2: lot. Um, Well, this is DDT wrestling, so
0: there are multiple uh, premier live events or pay-per-views, whatever you choose to call them. Uh, We will skip the one that WWE is putting on because it's happening in Saudi Arabia, and I don't think that needs to be discussed.
1: Okay. Uh, But
0: double or nothing, AEW's latest. When's that? Sunday. I didn't know. GQ. Well, GQ
2: it. is coming over for Joe Bob on Friday, so I don't know if he'll come over for uh, AEW on Sunday. He will have
0: Monday off for Memorial huh. Day. I know you will not, but...
2: Uh, I wonder if he would Washington. rather change to Sunday. I guess I'll have to text him.
0: Uh, you will see. If you choose to watch, yeah. uh, you will see
1: Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho. Huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. It is an
0: an unsanctioned match to boot. Uh, So I imagine there will be some.
2: uh, Oh, That actually makes me less excited for it. Do you think that Jericho is doing more of those types of matches because he can't keep up anymore?
0: Yes. And I also think Adam Cole's coming off of a pretty nasty concussion. Mm. So I don't know that he can really do a whole lot right now.
2: Okay, that's true. He's been out for a while. You're right.
0: Uh, do you want all the matches, or are you just looking for the highlights here?
2: Give me the, all the matches, unless there's like 80 of them.
0: No. Uh, we have Ethan Page teaming with the Guns, so Billy Guns Kids. I'm
2: trying to remember who the fuck Ethan Page is, but anyways. Um, he was Diamond Dallas Page's son?
0: No. All ego, Ethan Page. He's been in AEW. I don't know what he do it. Okay. Uh, but he takes on uh the Hardy Party, which is <laughs> Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, and one of the members of Private Party.
2: Uh, I like the name. I'm uh, I didn't realize Jeff Hardy was back, and that makes me sad. Um and it's unfortunate that Matt Hardy is also wrestling. I, I I've liked him in his more managerial managerial roles more recently. Um but yeah, okay. I mean, sure. Why not? If you've got the Hardies, put him in a match. It's just too bad that Jeff is Jeff. It makes it, it makes oh. it difficult to enjoy his performance, I guess, just knowing the history and the likelihood of the future. and I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: everybody is saying he is in a good place. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I posted a link of Ethan page in case you
1: happen to recognize him. He looks like a guy who should definitely be an NXT. <laughs> and
2: I know that he's not, but
0: I know uh, we will get for
1: the AEW TBS title, Jade Cargill defending against Taya Valkyrie. Oh, that is going to be a train wreck. I'm sorry, but Taya Valkyrie, wait, Taya Valkyrie? She's the one that's uh, married to... It's not to... Taya
0: Conte, it's... it's No, no, Taya Valkyrie's married to John
2: Morrison. Oh! Okay, better. Better. I still don't think it's going to be a great match, because but I haven't seen Jade Cargill in a good match, but I think Taya Valkyrie could potentially help that situation. Okay, I'm back right. on board. I was thinking Taya Conte, and I don't know what name she goes by now, but she is horrible. She yeah. ha- seemed like she had a lot of potential, like she had the, the martial arts background, but she just yeah. has not developed. She was all. not
0: bad when we watched the Mae Young Classic all those years ago.
2: Yeah, but that was with the understanding that she was fresh and had a lot to sort yes. of. I, I don't think she's made good on that
0: potential. Uh, In an Anarchy in the Arena match, I don't know what that is, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club will be taking on the Elite. Is Daniel Bryan involved? Yes. Okay. It's Moxley, Bryan, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuda versus Kenny Omega, Generation Me, and Hangman
2: Page. That's interesting. There'll probably be some chicanery there. Um, But yeah. That should be a that should be a banger. Uh, Jamie Hayter, who is the current
0: women's world champion. I like her. She's good. Will be taking on Tony Storm, speaking of the Mae Young Classic.
1: That is the equi- that is the, the the female equivalent, I dare say, of a hoss fight. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, you will get the blackjack battle royal. Okay.
0: Uh, Orange Cassidy, it'll be for the AEW International Championship. Which, which is- Orange Cassidy holds, right? Is- yep. So Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, QT Marshall, and 17 other people.
2: And it's a battle royal? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Sorry, Orange Cassidy. In I hope he retains. Ra-
0: In a ladder match <laughs> for the TNT
1: title, champion Wardlow Okay. defends against Christian Cage. Huh.
2: I wasn't expecting to see Christian Cage wrestle again after being buried alive by Jungle Boy. Um, Okay.
1: Alright. Whatever happened Ju- to that
2: big guy? The other guy who uh, I think took the title from Wardlow after... Powerhouse Hobbs? Yeah. He's <laughs>
0: in uh, Battle Royal for the... Orange That's Basketball. a
2: good move though because honestly Powerhouse Hobbs... <sighs> green. What I Yeah, like he's got a great green. physique but yeah. very green. He was not ready to hold the title. Uh... Mark Briscoe. Wardlow, I actually, I I fairly like Wardlow. He's
0: pretty good. Everything I've seen of Wardlow has been good.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Mark Briscoe will be the special guest referee for the match for the world tag team titles. Champions FTR. Defending against the challengers and obviously number one contenders. The team
2: of Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. They've been teaming together a lot. Um, they were in a match together on the last pay-per-view we watched. And I believe you said it was good. Yeah. Uh, FTR, I hope, wins, but maybe not. I could see them putting it onto those two and FTR going over to Collision to do whatever they're going to do over there um, to be part of the CM Punk show, despite the fact that's that CM a, Punk's probably not going to be part of that show.
0: That's a whole thing. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Like, they're making an announcement. They're not making an announcement. It's going to start. It's not going to start. Punk is involved. He isn't involved. I don't get it. That's going to be a good match, though. Your main event. Okay. Fatal four-way match for the AEW world title. It is the Battle of the Pillars. MJF. Jungle Boy.
2: Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who's the other two? Uh Darby? Darby? Okay. Oh, and that other guy. Yeah, I forget his name. But. The
0: Mr. Te Conti.
2: Yeah, he sucks. Sammy Guava Bean. I'm sorry. I don't like him at all. Like <clears throat> he's he is a he just to me is a black hole of mm-hmm. charisma. I just can't get yeah. behind Sammy at all anymore. Um but Darby, well, that's interesting. I, I don't Again. think they had Darby on the last show, so I've been sort of wondering what's happened. Did he fall by just into the shadows or, or what? But
0: I would right. assume MJF wins this thing, and I chains, would presume, yeah. Though they want to take a chance on Darby Allen, go ahead.
2: I would love to see Darby Allen uh, at the top of that company. He's an ex- he's at least uh, an exciting performer. Yeah, MJF. While I think, as I've said on this where it was before, is the heel of tomorrow uh, apparently the heel of today? But I, uh, I don't know, man. He. Admittedly, I haven't been watching, so I can't actually speak to his performance. But he has struck me as very boring since winning this title. And that might be a function of not having a great rivalry in place for him. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of mellow, at least on this run, despite the fact that I like MJF.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and it's the main event of last week's Dynamite. And I understand there's multiple shows was the whole combat uh, was hangman page rejoining the elite. That was like the final segment. So MJ, this is MJF in the world title is not the main event storyline. It appears to an outside observer that the main event story is Blackpool combat club in the elite and the tide, you know, I would assume this title is going to be, you know, we've watched many WWE shows where you know, the title's being defended at like 9.15 at night, and the show goes till 11. So I could be wrong, but it strikes me as this is kind of an afterthought, which is a shame.
1: Mm,
2: mm, so, mm, mm,
0: but mm. that's the show. So I, I hope you watch because I would love to hear your thoughts. You always have uh, fantastic thoughts on these shows, and that's, that's what's happening Uh, For those who aren't watching Brock versus Cody or Rollins versus Styles or uh, Roman going after the tag team belts or whatever else is happening over there in Saudi
1: Arabia, Becky versus Trish and such.
2: No Uh, comment on anything to do with that company.
0: I understand. Uh, Two choices. Okay. Um, We can get hypothetical as we often do these days, Uh, or I have potentially the start of something new. I don't want to call it a segment, but something that we could also do uh, that I would be interested to get your thoughts on. But again, we can, we can do either. We can do neither,
2: but we can't do both. Eh, We could, but give me, give me the, give me this new segment. Let's let's, I don't know what it is. Maybe. Are we workshopping something? Are we just doing something? Well, so so
0: we were I had somebody had suggested somebody had written in about nuts, I think. And I had this idea that we could, you know, make a sort of ranking of nuts. But that seemed crazy.
1: Um, oh, wait, hold on. Is she is she gone? Yeah. Oh. OK. Do not want to be on the air anymore? No. Okay. Got weird. When did it get weird? When you got weird. I am pretty weird. No, I'm just making it up. No, I was going to say. I will say that. she has not
2: come in, leaned into it I wanted to know I'm,
0: I'm sure she would remember
1: your karaoke song. You might. What, are you, what, are, what are you eating? Pretzel bites. Nice. Um, I don't want to do a list of nuts, but what I do want to do is... Um, there's a
0: new Zelda game out. Uh, okay. And I was thinking about, I don't remember if I saw it on YouTube or what, but I was thinking about uh, video game franchises that have had multiple
2: uh, games in a series. And I just... That is what a franchise is, yes.
0: Yes. But I, I'm not talking necessarily about some of the games. Well, and we'll get into it because I have a list. Uh, but I just want to know... I'm going to call out some games. I would like you to tell me where they rank. Now, we have two choices. We could do a tier list and we could, you know, you could give them a, a, a sort of a grading sort of system, or we could try to just rank them uh, as we used to do for pro wrestlers back in the day.
1: Let's go with the tier list. Okay. Hold on. All right. We can call the segment uh, Tearing Up. Tearing Up. There we go. <laughs> um,
2: That's the intro sound effect.
0: Yeah. So I believe uh, the, a tier list goes A, B, C, D, F, like typical grades. But for some reason, there's
2: an S tier at the top. Right. That's the top, S. And honestly, I don't know that Which stands need for all what? the other tiers. Um, I think you could probably just do S, A, B, C, right? I mean, even that's probably too many.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm, well, there are some games here. I don't know that you're going to love all of these games. Uh, so I have a list, and I am going to randomize them so that, because there's over 50 of them I have on this list. We don't want to go with that. Crazy.
1: Let's, let's
2: like go with A, B, and F. I think that's going to okay. be enough for us. All right. Um, so
0: the first games, you could also say pass cause you didn't play them. Like I said, I had 50 or so games. So what, how this started, that's how it started. Uh, Brandon banks had tweeted about something. There was some video game tournament and I asked him to send me the brackets, but it turns out this person is just posting the matchups on Twitter. So there are no brackets. And I also don't think they're done with their tournament. So that led to this. Uh, did you play the silent hill
1: games? No, never. Okay. Counter Strike. Yeah. Um, for me personally, Counter Strike's like
2: maybe we need more than I thought. Um <laughs> I'm gonna give that like a like a like a D. I don't really? think it's bad, but I, I never liked Counter Strike. I don't like that tactical shooter. Um I we played a bunch in college, but yeah, never really liked Counter Strike. Never really got Don't the. Don't play
0: it on a laptop with a trackpad. You will not do well. <laughs> You'll wind up just saying "screw it," getting a knife and trying to shank people.
2: <laughs> uh, right, I, so I enjoyed having one person who I could kill very easily. So you're thank welcome. You.
0: You're welcome. Um, interesting. I, I, I'll save that one. God of War, the God of War games.
2: I have played those.
1: Um, B. Okay. They're great spectacles. They're really good-looking games. But they're kind of
2: sophomoric in their content. Mm -hmm. The character of Kratos is extremely one-note. I think he probably got a little bit of depth in the more recent God of War that came out in the PS5. Didn't play that one, of course. Um, Or is that PS4? I don't even know. But regardless, the original trilogy is more what I'm talking about. Um, Haven't gone back to play the more recent ones. so.
0: This just in, I texted Mrs. Manson. What was Doc's karaoke song of choice back in the day? Her response, spectator.
1: He wasn't big on the singing. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. What was yours?
0: Um, I greatly enjoyed watching Jacksepticeye play the God of War game from, what was that, 2018? Something like that? Sure. Um and it was a, it made for a very good story you know I, I have had no i felt no desire to play the games myself but that is just me did you play chrono trigger no never metal gear games
1: i played metal gear on
2: the nes but none of the modern metal gear series which is probably what it's referring to
0: not not a solid snake person
2: i was not And the reason why I'm saying no to a lot of the games you've mentioned so far is I was not a PlayStation gamer. Ah, maybe that's it.
0: Well, I did take some games. I was looking up like most popular franchises and I had a feeling I did not need to include both Need for Speed and Gran Turismo and all of that. So I have lumped in an entire category of racing games.
2: Yeah, I would put them about D tier for me. I have no interest in turning to the left. I know there are street racer games and stuff like that, but that's a game I feel like Need for Speed peaked in 2005, and that's a whole genre of game I have not needed since then. There are people out there that really enjoy it, and I know there's like a lot of simulation-style games now too, but I don't know. I drive a car. Like
0: The best racing game is Cruisin' sure. World. Uh, Mrs. Manson says her particular jams. What's love got to do with it?
2: R- What's love Turner. got to do? Got to do with it?
0: And alone. What's Heart.
1: love but a second and emotion?
0: See, you should have done it. Yeah, I should have. Uh, where are we? Video game franchises. Tetris. S. Uh, specifically, not the franchise, just the Tetris entry that
2: was on the original Game Boy that I played in that two-by-two-inch green monochrome screen Mm -hmm. forever. I would break that out even when I was going on trips in my 20s, 30s. Like, yeah. Tetris, that one Tetris game, fantastic. Perhaps,
0: teasing, teasing a little bit for our email section, perhaps should bring it with you on your vacation. Um, Oregon Trail, technically a franchise.
2: Yeah, I mean, I played it, but um, F. What? Every single time I loaded up with grandfather clocks, and not once did it let me ford that river with them. Not once. Fair enough. Fair enough. As a child, I always believed it was a random number generator, and sooner or later, I'd be able to get across,
1: but um, never worked out for me, so. Gears of War. Um, I like Gears
2: of War. Um, the thing I like most about Gears of War, somewhere around the third one or so, they introduced a Horde mode, which is like a multiplayer PVE thing where you can build like some defenses and stuff, and waves of enemies come at you. That's the part of Gears of War I actually really like. Um, and it's not just a shooter; it's because it, it it is just it's a third person shooter. But like the first, um, Gears of War was like the first cover based shooter where at least not wasn't exactly the first one. There were some before that, but um, it was the one that I felt like that really sort of made that style of gameplay popular and did it well. Um, And so, yeah, I like those games. I'd probably give them a B. I'll give them a B I'd say.
0: All right. So, so far with the exception of Tetris, no a levels
2: or S levels. I'll give Um, gears of War an a, I'll give Gears of War an A. I like it better than God of War. Uh, How does it
0: compare to Red Dead Redemption?
2: Red Dead Redemption is a really fun, like, game in that it's, like, I like the simulator aspect of it. I like the environment aspect of it. But I just, I did play the first one a bunch. But sort of looking back on it, it's just so fucking boring, ultimately. Like, I'm going to give that, like, a C. Really well technically made, but I don't know, just just not enough for, for me. Well, like, I thought, people argue, well, the best stories of all time. I thought it was
1: boring. I don't know. Uncharted. Um, I played the first two,
2: but I did not like them at all. Like they had really cool cinematic moments, but like the gameplay itself, everybody raved about those games. But all the bu- all the enemies were just horrible bullet sponges. And in between combat encounters, the climbing around transversal puzzle bullshit was bad. Like, I actually think that the Uncharted games I played, like, I'm going to give them like a D. I would say Uncharted 2 might get to a C because that was the one where they really upped some of the cinematic presentation. But, like, the first one didn't have that execution as well. And this overall, now again, the gameplay did not click for me. So I would give it like a D. Honestly, like the Naughty Dog, the developer of that, they've gone on now to make like the, the Last of Us, Last of Us 2. I have they make great like cinematic games, fun mm-hmm. stories, but for me, the gameplay of their games has never been good. I don't like any of the actual mechanics that they have moving around the way their games feel. Um, all of their games, I feel like, are trash tier in that regard, and I know that's a very unpopular opinion. But
0: so should I'm gonna just change it from Uncharted at D level to just
1: Naughty Dog in general. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Not right. a big fan. Two more, uh, Assassin's Creed. Never played them. All right, And three more. Uh, the Arkham games. Never played them. All right, Borderlands. C tier. And then finally for today, we can come back to this if we want. Uh, Portal. Deep in thought. I'm, I'm debating here. Um, I'm going to go with S. I'm going to go with S tier for Portal. Uh, really
2: fun, inventive puzzle mechanics in a first-person environment. Excellent storytelling for what minimal story there is. Uh, mm-hmm. Very clever scripts, very funny. Um, great characters, great gags. Um, really strong package overall. All right. Well, there we go. There are 35 more.
0: I am sure some of them will be we didn't even
2: talk about any Nintendo franchises, really. I mean, I know we talked there's, about Tetris, sort of, but there's there are. I don't know if I really like count I said, that as a Nintendo franchise,
0: but there are there are plenty more still to come. But we want to we want to we don't want to you know, burn ourselves out. We don't want to wind up ranking so many things that we eventually leave the concept and never go. What you're saying is
2: we got to leave a little to tear up next week. Yeah, we'll
0: have it there. Would you like a hypothetical, or would you like to get right to the email? What are you
1: feeling?
0: Uh, Let's go to the emails, I guess. I don't know. All right. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. We could always change our mind and do a hypothetical after the email. We could be crazy and change the format. Uh, I have three emails here. The first one is from Mrs. Manson. See you by the seashore. Good news: a vacation has been booked. Doc and I found a house on the Cape to rent for the week with man. I'm going to assume that means mainly good reviews from fellow Airbnbers. I don't think it's many. Many. That would make more sense. And it should be nice. It's no hobbit home, but I think we'll still have an enjoyable time. If it all works out, Doc and I will be celebrating 10 wonderful years of marriage over a lovely meal at Scargo Cafe. Cheers to that.
2: Champagne flute emoji emoji. Um, are you excited? Yeah, it's a good time. Go relax.
0: Right. DC, thanks for your feedback about the vineyard. Last year, we were there in May before places were operating on summer hours, and we missed out on those backdoor donuts. Oh, It really
2: counts as missing out, given that they weren't fucking open at all. But yeah, you know. Maybe this year is our year. We'll have
0: three full days of vacation, so maybe one of them will include a return trip to the vineyard. What's your preferred ice cream establishment out there? If not Maggie Moo's, what makes it better? Peace, love, and pineapples, Mrs. Manson. Um, I would direct you
1: to uh, the Martha's Vineyard. What is it called? Martha's. Uh, it is Richardson's ice cream. Uh,
0: that is the brand of the ice cream that we like. Um, I want to say it is, yes, it is Vineyard's best ice cream and coffee located directly in the heart um, of oak Bluffs, directly across from the carousel, uh very close to the you know the gingerbread houses that are uh popular there um very good ice cream we usually get a uh i'm looking at trip croc- advisor,
2: sir, and that's not even on the top twenty two so that's fine maybe that's another reason
0: why we like it is it's not very popular uh like it's not always busy so um but we go. We get our chocolate and our uh, grasshopper, the mint Oreo that is so delicious. And you can walk out and either sit. They have a little porch area, um, but or you just walk again. It's two minutes, and you could be sitting on a lovely park bench. Walk three minutes, and you're sitting um, on a bench over quite overlooking the ocean. So that's, Very nice. That's our. That is our uh, preference you want to discuss the vacation is this something we're saving for later in the show i mean you're just
1: i, don't know. I when, mean
0: it's
2: just it's just this, a plan this at this point so june july when are you going um basically right after my class ends june excellent very good uh our
0: next email comes from nate email email what what do email
2: good, good afternoon, afternoon my genius oh, friends wow you're
0: gonna read a long one yeah. good for you
2: You guys were talking about dreams last week and it got me thinking about mine. Most I can't remember, but the ones I do, I'm either in an awkward social situation, I'm sorry, just an awkward situation with people I don't know, or I'm running from someone and end up getting killed. I distinctly remember me and my brother having been chased or followed by Michael Myers and Jason through our house. We thought we lost them, but we went to escape out the front door and there Jason was. It was too late as he decapitated my brother. I turned around and got annihilated with a hammer by Michael so that's always fun
0: um so my question about that i can't recall a, ever a dream in which i've died like do you feel it is it painful is it just that you wake up having been hit with the hammer and so you assume you died is it like a game over screen like in those 80s games where you you know it's counting down waiting for you to put more quarters in i'd like to know how that have you ever had a dream in which you die
2: No, I also frequently don't um, dream like in the first person. A lot of times I'll dream more like a movie where there's a character that I'm following, but it's not me. Interesting. So like more like a third person thing. Yeah. So a little more interesting removed for a lot of my nightmare style dreams. I'd say. Uh, Vacations. One thing on my bucket list is to go to every mulb stadium, as I'm sure I've mentioned before. That's helped me see most of the country already. I've got San Francisco, Oakland, Miami, Tampa Bay, and the Rangers left outside of the baseball trips. There's only two cities I want to go to, Vegas and Nashville slash Graceland. I want to go to Vegas to see a Golden Knights game, see the strip casinos, and visit a horror-themed restaurant building of memorabilia. There's a horror-themed restaurant building of memorabilia in Las Vegas? It's Mrs. Manson. We have a destination, uh, Nashville. I want to uh, try some of the food. I heard it's real good, and to go to a Predators game, the Elvis Shrine, in Graceland, which I think would be very cool to visit. Yeah, Graceland's cool. I th- actually, I would recommend going to Graceland. I thought I'm not a big Elvis guy, and I still thought uh, Graceland was cool, so I would definitely recommend that. Uh, expanded questions from last week: If the Nay guys were to contact you guys about a new plan, intentions, and ideas, would you consider working with them again? Yeah, sure. I don't know if they would want to work with me again, but yeah, I don't know. Sure.
0: Why not? I, I think it depends on their definition of work.
2: I mean, honestly, um, if they were just starting a podcast and they were like, hey, let's be loosely affiliated with each other and just be like, hey, listen to this, our friend show and we'll tell yeah. the people to listen to their show. I would do that. I mean, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. I don't yeah. know if I want to be going down the business route or anything, but you know, who knows? Uh, DC, what are three memories from the COVID era of teaching You'll remember forever. Did you ever dread doing zoom classes while I'm talking? Look up the nightmare
0: cafe in Las Vegas. I will. Um, Did I ever dread doing zoom classes? Um, No. Did I dread going to staff meetings or team meetings in which um, an administrator that is, is, uh, thankfully not working with us anymore. Those I did not want to do. The classes were fine. Um, This was a very weird time. And while I teach young kids, it was a very weird time for them. Um, There was confusion. There was, you know, maybe some fear, but definitely anxiety. And so I enjoyed being able to do that. Like I said, I did some, Small groups, or even some like one on one sessions, just to be able to, you know, have the kids be able to like chat with them, um, you know, answer any questions. Sometimes I'm talking to parents and they're like, Are, are, are we doing this? And I'm like, I have no idea. Uh, three memories. Uh, one, I vividly remember a kid, multiple kids who would just walk away from the screen you're you're teaching we were supposed to have the gallery view we're supposed to be watching the kids you know which you have to do when you're teaching anyways but it makes it even more difficult and there'd be a kid who just like gets up and walks off and he's gone for 10 minutes or uh, there's a kid who would get up and just start playing with his toys on the floor and i'm like i bet he knows where the mute button is i think he just muted me because he's not necessarily responding when i'm you know asking a question or anything um that was funny. Uh, I vividly remember, you know, being in a polo shirt and gym shorts and having to, like, get up to do something and having a fellow teacher compliment my my jammies, so to speak. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, could have been way worse, obviously, so it was fine. Um, and at the end of the year, we did a reverse parade for... Um, sort of like the last day of school. So all of the staff went to a park in town. We lined the um, sort of route through the park with our cars. And we had, you know, um, like flags and exciting things. And the kids drove through. Um, and you weren't supposed to like interact, like, you know, you weren't supposed to talk, but they're like shoving gifts out the window or, you know, all of that sort of stuff. That was really nice just because, you know, it was something fun and getting to actually see people in person, getting to see teachers in person that we hadn't necessarily seen in a very long time. Um, That was good. Doc, besides, what do you think of Nightmare Cafe?
2: You're going? Uh, I mean, if I was in Vegas, I'd stop by. I'd go to a horror trivia night.
0: Uh, Doc, besides the -the over-the-top gore and CGI, what sets apart horror (laughs) today? From the 60s, 70s, and
1: 80s. Oh, geez. Um, The names of this food is hilarious. I would say each decade that you mention
2: is very different from each other. Um, So it's difficult to just sort of give a summative response of just today versus those decades, because like the 60s, was, like, much more, like, gothic horror, like, you know, um, more atmospheric stuff, Um, definitely more plot-heavy, telling stories and things. The 70s was more, you know, social commentary coming into a lot of stuff, but also more just, like, exploitation and grindhouse-style, low-budget stuff starting to come to the forefront, as opposed to in the 60s, where they were more, like, proper... Uh, movies like, like, or proper like studio movies, I would say, um, '80s, characterized by like stripping back all of the plot. Like that's that's the whole appeal of slashers is uh, slashers don't have a plot. It's just somebody killing people for no reason, really. And yeah, sometimes you're trying to figure out who done it or what the reason is, but it's all secondary just to the action, right? Uh, and certainly in the eighties is when practical effects and you know gore really started coming into things. The sixties and seventies don't really tend to have those aspects at all. Um, and then today, like it's a lot more like yeah CGI and like you no know, more gore to try to match modern audience expectations. But along those expectations, I think modern movies also try to be subversive of the audience expectations, right? There's more, I feel like, winking to the audience, even in movies that aren't meant to be satirical or comical. Like, you'll see, like, even like the new Evil Dead Rise, admittedly, I think that some of that was meant to be a little um, satirical and campy. But, like, you know, you'll see a shot with a wood chipper in the background, and you just feel like the movie maker is winking at you like, eh, we know you want to see this. Wait until the climax. You know what I mean? Like there's more of a meta element to it. And certainly like something like Scream obviously is very meta uh, or something like Cabin in the Woods. But like I actually I don't like that kind of like that stuff. I don't really like very much. I thought it was clever in Scream the first time I saw it and even through Scream 2. But I honestly would just like straight horror movies again. And don't get me wrong. There are people making those today. Um, a lot of like the a twenty four stuff, which tends to be supernatural or sort of folk horror, a lot of that stuff tends to just play straight, and I like a lot of those films mm. um but yeah, I think all those decades are pretty unique from one another, another like again, like sixties I think like hammer horror for that gothic horror stuff and don't get me wrong, that does bleed over into the seventies, but the seventies I, I again, I feel like production values get scaled way back and it's more of that exploitative grindhouse stuff, and the 80s is where that's my favorite um, decade because, again, the plot sort of all falls away. It's all in service of just the practical effects and I guess getting to 90 minutes of just straight you know, sort of action um, the, or the action movie equivalent of a horror movie, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, rambling answer. I don't know if I really answered your question, but. I think feel and point and there's a lot of differences, I would say, between all those all the different decades. So I'm personally, I don't I don't really like 60s and 70s horror very much. I I, I watch some of it. Um, I enjoy a lot of Italian films from that from that era. Um, The Italian giallos, which are sort of precursors to slashers, but they have way more plot. There's way more story. Most of those are very much whodunits. Um, but they usually have very interesting visual styles and usually inventive use of sound and music that you don't find in domestic films from that era in horror. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I can't say... I Although part of that may be on me. I haven't seen a ton from the 60s and 70s because, again, a lot of it just doesn't appeal to me. Although, again, I have seen like pretty much all of the, horror, the Hammer catalog. so I don't know, but... So it's hard, I guess, to judge, but I would say 60s and 70s, not as big of a fan. 80s, I love. 90s, probably the 90s and the 2000s is production from real movie companies fell off, and it was more indie films, so the, the, the amount of trash that came out, like really unwatchable stuff, terrible acting, no effects to speak of. Um, there's no craft to it. There's no you know, like that's where you start going off into these, this glut of films that are just really not a lot of redeeming quality to them. Right. So, but I feel like more recently, 2010s to today, there's a higher percentage of independent films that are decent. Um, but there is still a lot of trash. So, I don't know. Hard to say. If you go to the Nightmare Cafe,
1: yeah,
2: you
0: can go next door to Nightmare Toys, which is a horror-themed toy store or a shop. And for fifty dollars, fifty American dollars, you can get a signed sleepaway camp photo by Felissa Rose herself.
2: That's fantastic. Uh, the mangled dick expert herself, Felissa Rose.
0: There's all sorts of autograph merchandise. There's, again, I, I look at this, and I'm like, this is, this is a trip. I like that they've but got that props. Scene.
2: Although, I don't know if these uh. They kind of just look like they're replicas, actually. They don't look like they're real props.
0: Hope you both have a super night. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for making life better, your bestie, Nate. Nate, thank you for making our lives better. Our final email of the evening comes from the bestest of all besties, Glenn himself. Just an email in general.
2: Hi, guys. Just a general chat this week. It's been a hectic few days, and despite having been on a staycation, I'm looking forward to getting back to work to have a rest. So, Doc, if you are planning to stay home for your vacation, make sure you don't just end up doing all those jobs around the house. They get put off when working. I actually tried a chicken Big Mac the other day and was totally underwhelmed by it. I don't know that chicken Big Macs exist here. Um, it was all substance and no taste. Is that like a special thing right now? I, I, I haven't. Anyways, I, I'd be interested to know if other besties have tried it, what they thought. Loving the fact that despite all the ideas and soul searching, guys came up with a winning formula for DDT by hardly changing anything. And we're still getting to listen into chat by two mates. Thanks as always to you both and all the besties. Glenn. What are you talking about, Glenn? We've got we've got Tearing Up, a brand new segment that you can there listen you to go. every week where we we dc names franchises and i arbitrarily throw them into a bucket with a grade on it it's good stuff
0: uh the chicken big mac is on the mcdonald's canada page so maybe it's a uk thing but i'm seeing two two all chicken patties special sauce lettuce cheese pickles onions and a sesame seed bun i would eat it processed cheddar cheese i eat it making sure they know it is processed uh, thank you to Glenn and Nate and Mrs. Manson for your emails. Doc, yeah. piece of positivity time. I'm, seeing all, got I'm, I'm seeing
2: all sorts of articles about this chicken Big Mac. And it's, like, it's saying like it's back on the menu, which implies to me that like this must be it a recurring sandwich at some McDonald's. Like We get the, the, uh, the McRib. They must get the yeah. chicken Big Mac. I, would, I could eat a chicken Big Mac. That's, I don't think I've ever heard of a chicken Big Mac before today. That needs to come to America. I would eat that.
0: There was something about, oh, to create a DIY chicken Big Mac, order two, Mc where is it?
1: Uh, just order two order-
2: chickens and a Big Mac and swap out the patties, because it looks like the cheap chicken, too, but I don't know. Either way, I would eat it. What were you asking me? Oh, a piece of positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a lot of pieces of positivity this week, do you see? Excellent. Uh, we booked a vacation. You've heard about that a little bit. That's going to be a fun time. Um, I won't, I won't belabor that point anymore. It's going to be a good time. Um, GQ is coming over on Friday. We're going to watch some Joe Bob. We're going to get some Mexican. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. I found a new video game. Um, yes. Starship Troopers. Remember that movie? Starship Troopers. I do remember that. Movie. It was a good movie. I love, uh, Paul Vanderhoven. Uh, he makes great satirical films. That film is fantastic. I love the original RoboCop. Love that film as well. Um, anyways, it's based off of that movie. Really, um, it's called Starship Troopers: Extermination, I think and it's basically a, a, a group PVE co-op game where you play as troopers getting dropped on a planet, um, and like waves of bugs come, and like you have to def- build a base and defend the base, and there's different objectives like to. Mine resources on the map. You have to go and like you know defend this mining thing to get gas or ore and bring it back to the base. So then you can build the base, and then you have this big sensor that's like mining data from the earth. But it, as it's doing that, it's attracting hordes of bugs. So you get this like nonstop horde in the climax of the match. And then the best part of it is either you win or you lose. Right? If the bugs break in and tear down the generator sensor thing, or if you win. Um, the last part of the match is the best part. There's an extraction phase where a drop ship will randomly appear on the map. Like it'll show up on your HUD where it's going to go. But basically you've got like three minutes to get to the drop ship to get pulled out. And it's just a mad rush because the bugs are just coming nonstop at that point. And uh, Respawn is turned off during this. So there's actually, like, you know, a uh, risk to it. And sometimes it's close. Sometimes it's far away. And just like that, like, everybody banding together and actually sort of moving as one and trying to get to this drop ship is just this really cool, hectic series of moments. And it's been really memorable. It's just... It's a pretty small game. Seems like it's pretty small budget. Like, it's a first-person shooter co-op thing. It's an early access It's only like twenty bucks, I think, on Steam, maybe twenty five. So, but like, considering it just came out in early access, it's very playable. There are some bugs, like not the ones that you shoot, like actual like computer bugs, but it hasn't been that bad. It runs okay, not great, but runs fine. I've only had like one crash in ten hours of playing. Um, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's been a lot of fun. Starship Troopers: Extermination. Excellent. Uh, And my final piece of positivity is wow, probably the biggest, most important one. Sorry, GQ, is that we got a email. We had sort of tentatively put our names on a list, but there has been a a a litter. There is a male, long-haired miniature dachshund who has been born as of uh, last week, and I believe they will be coming home in July. Oscar is going to have That's a brother.
0: amazing. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful.
2: Yeah, so that should be a good time. And only we only, only came to light today. So fresh Very news. Cool.
0: Fresh news. Very cool. You have a name
2: picked up. We do not. We didn't even and obviously we didn't we didn't even name Oscar. Um that was just the name that he had from um when he was born. That was what they were referring to him in the litter. Maybe we'll do the same thing. I am leaning on Mrs. Manson, though. We've been watching a lot of Pluto TV, and yeah, obviously we watched a lot of Three's Company, but we also watched a lot of Laverne and Shirley. And I think Squiggy would be an excellent name for this dog.
0: Squiggy would be an excellent name. I was gonna go. I was gonna go. Obvious and go Felix. That's that was also high on my list. Yes, so you could have Felix and Oscar. But I'm not
2: sure Mrs. Manson is gonna go for either of those. Um, but I would love to go with I. I, both of those would be fantastic names to right? so you yeah, can call him squigs for good. short and you know you got to break out the full squiggy when you're when you when you get when you got to grab his attention he's done something wrong i don't know man i could see it i could see it i like it
1: i am so happy
2: what if we called him mr furley that could be good too He's long here, sure. so he's going to be furry. So, Mister Furly. You should you should contact them. Say, Can we have three? Because <laughs> then you could have
0: Squiggy, Felix, and Mister. That'd be great.
2: Except we already have Oscar, um, so we'd have to rename Oscar to do that. But
0: maybe three more.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: you'd have four total. <laughs> yeah. And there would be, and there would never be a moment's quiet.
2: Anymore. I'm already worried about having two, but you know, it'll be fun. Uh,
0: well, I love four pieces of positivity. That's got to be a Doc Manson record. I'm glad you're carrying the weight because um, I've, you know, I could go with the obvious. There's three, three weeks from tomorrow's the last day of school, but I'm going to, I'm back in baby. I, I'm back in. I have been firing up the Peacock. I've been firing up the Impact Plus. I've been firing up Honor Club. I, I am once again watching wrestling. Mostly from 2002, 2003, and I'm just like, what a, what a time. I just watched Samoa Joe's first Ring of Honor match. I'm watching very early Brian Danielson, very early Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels, very early AJ Styles. And then you jump over to WWE, very early John Cena, very early Brock Lesnar, very early Randy Orton. Like, just the the amount of talent that came out in, you know, 2000, you know, from 2001 to 2003 is ridiculous. So, I am enjoying it. I'm not tweeting about it as much. I've given up that element, so I don't feel like I have to. I'm watching it because I want to, so I get to choose, pick and choose what I'm watching. Uh, it's a good time. It is a good time. So, thank you to the besties for helping to support uh my, my peacocking. All right. Very cool. So there we go. Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night?
2: Well, we'd like to have your thoughts around the air. Send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Listen to our entire back catalog, wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And go to patreon.com forward slash DDG wrestling. You give us some financial support. It helps DC watch old wrestling and it keeps us uh, having the Old episodes of this show readily available for you to consume, as I know you do on a daily basis. Thanks, Pop.
0: Uh, Ron DeSantis and Elon Musk had a big day that was ruined by glitches. You just, you hate to see hate it. See you it. hate to see Couldn't it. Couldn't happen to me. guys. He is guys. Doc Manson. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a wonderful week, no matter what wrestling you're watching or if you're not watching wrestling at all. Until we meet again, my
1: friends. Won't you be our bestie?